0: Last time on Trials of the Apocalypse.
1: I'll remind you of the clues, then we will take a break. We have Jebediah is protected by the Wounded Knight. We have a story that Dr. Jebediah F. Clarkson from San Antonio was murdered years ago. We have a strange cage, a a pyramidic cage made of oxidized copper and marked with runes. We have a spectral key. We have an ancient arcane label. We have ink and urine. As ingredients and uh, why do you pronounce urine weird? I don't know man we have uh, the collection He's artistic. Rope chain rope chain cord bar artistic. plier and then we have the collection of... The
2: collection of metallic powders, chemical testing kit, and glass, glass beakers.
1: Yes, glass beakers. Those are the clues we have. And then we have the scenes we've had. I don't let's think take... anybody heard
2: me say arpistic. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Arpistic's good. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Good. Uh, uh, you're right. <clears throat> I didn't hear that. Let's take a five or ten minute break and we'll come back. Fuck yeah, dog. At it right there I tell you woo, we had a break woo, woo, woo. Um, you know I don't know if I've ever done a in episode Patreon uh, spot before but everybody <laughs> uh, there's a lot that came before this moment I gotta say and it's all gonna be in the blooper reel for th- today's episode and you don't want to miss it that's all I'm gonna say I'm always complaining about not having enough content for the blooper reels well wow, now great, great, great sell. I gotta I gotta <laughs> say excellent sell. <laughs> but now my main complaint is going to be I'm going to have to listen through two hours of blueprint.
2: <laughs> Welcome to David's Hell.
1: Yeah. Because I have to listen to them first.
2: <laughs> but uh You were already in David's Hell because we're here.
1: Yeah. Well, after discussing things at length. Um, it seems that we are going to answer a question. David things.
2: wins.
1: I don't know about that.
2: After all, he still has to edit all of this. Sh-
1: <laughs> Angel Flynn, Gwen, I think you had uh, a nugget to get, us, get the ball rolling on our questions and opportunities for Ghost Begone. Gone. Uh, you all have selected the question, the first one, uh, how can the ghost under Dr. Clarkson's control be freed? This is the question that you'll be striving to answer in this and the opportunity that you'll get as a result is you'll be able to resolve the threat by freeing the ghost and letting it have its revenge. Uh, The threat will be resolved but the ghost might be a lingering danger. Uh, And I'll say that if you answer the, when it comes time to roll, if you especially with the number of clues you have, you certainly could uh, get a like 12 plus on the roll. Uh, And if you do, then I think that the ghost will not be a lingering danger. However, if you do not get above a 12, then I will say that it will be a lingering danger for the threat. I um, think that's probably a fair way to approach it. But for now, Quinn, uh, take it away. What's kind of your your nugget that you want to kick us off with? And then we'll we'll kind of all discuss. And then we'll integrate our clues as we go.
0: Kind of, and I have an idea for, like, everything. So could you maybe pick something for me to... <laughs> to... How about
1: the key in the cage? Okay. <clears throat> well... Yeah, let's start with, like, what is what is the cage? What does it relate to this? Okay. Like, what's going on with this ghost? Yeah.
0: Okay, so the cage is, in fact, containing the ghost during the day, and we just can't see the ghost in the daytime. How much more, more do you want? <laughs>
1: go go as long as you have theory, and then we'll kind of open it. Full disclosure, uh, there, we had a break time, and people kind of chatted during the break, so everybody at the table is kind of loosely aware of the ideas that we have going on, so uh, feel free to just kind of talk about what you have, and then people will flesh things out as we go.
0: Am I limited to what Angel knows?
1: No, this no. is this is broadly. Uh, we are all having this conversation about what our theory is, what okay. our answer is to the question.
0: Well, in that case, uh, the key that was found in Mister Pryor's uh,
2: was it his body yeah yeah it was it was like on slash in his body
1: well you you kind of like went inside of him in a weird way, Laura you had like a a weird pseudo spiritual religious experience as you looked into the dead man's eyes, and I'm not you, sure
2: I have any other kind really oh, it's fair oh oh oh, oh, yes,
0: okay
1: and like so, plucked it from inside of him
0: okay, <clears throat> this cage actually contains. All of the ghosts of the spirits that this Jebediah Clarkson has extracted with his, uh, ghost be gone formula. Shit. Yeah. When people use it. And, and so the key that was left behind will, in fact, it, it's a piece of the ghosts, uh, the spirit. Of Mr. Pryor, and in fact, can be used to open the cage without whatever mechanism Jebediah uses. It's
2: nature's way of fighting back. So, what I just pieced together, which is connected to that for sure, is that the key is left behind, was left behind in Avery Pryor's body because of the ghost begone. When people drink Ghost Begone and then suffer death uh, at the hands of a ghost, or death in general, probably, then they they essentially leave behind. I don't know if it's like a shadow or or if it's like a copy, or or if it is like a version of them that is controlled by the key, but something in that in that vein.
0: Yeah, and it was only found because it was found by death. The rest of us wouldn't have been able to to acquire it.
2: Jebediah would have had to go and like get it for himself, probably, or maybe like after a certain amount of time it would come to him.
1: Interesting. So the Ghost Be Gone itself is <clears throat> it does have well, it might not have ghost dispelling properties. Uh he is actually selling it for more than just profit. Um It's to get people to drink it and then die by ghosts. Yes. Um, As this increases his power in some fashion.
3: And he would would get the ghosts to kill him by having some sort of essentially the exact opposite of what he's selling. It's like a ghost attractant. It intensifies any negative emotions the ghosts left behind. Yeah.
2: That also ties into the clue we have of the arcane writing on the piece of paper attached to the bottle because, like, you get a sense that there is something spooky going on here. Yeah. And the ink
0: inside of it is the same ink that's used to mark the labels, so tying it together and making it more potent.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, Pat, what you got?
0: The
2: urine's just ghost pee. Well...
0: The urine is the urine is ghost pee uh, that and that is what has that effect to rile up any ghosts. Oh, uh, I like, like that. a territorial. It's not,
1: <clears throat> what if it's not ghost pee? What if it's the urine that comes out of the people that die by ghosts? It's like the death urine.
2: Oh, interesting. Ooh. I like that, too. Yeah. That
1: okay. Fear pee. It's the de- powerful. The death urine is not a phrase I thought I was going <laughs> to hear tonight. How else um, would you explain it? Because, like, <clears throat> when people die, no, sometimes no, no. they no, poop he, or he, pee. Yeah, yeah
0: it, that's right. No, void. It's, it's the urine that is created in the process, that, that's expelled in the process while they're becoming ghosts, which is
1: why it's so, so potent It of is: the It is both ghost pee and also fear pee. Yeah. Yes. It's <laughs> the, Death the, P. the true
3: panacea <laughs> of our
1: times.
3: It is the Omni pea. I love their soup.
1: Uh, with the clue of the news article that Jebediah F. Clarkson is actually dead. I think it's safe to assume that the man that we know as Jebediah F. Clarkson is not Jebediah F. Clarkson, and Jebediah is the first uh, soul that he acquired. Interesting. In this weird...
2: Okay, so then that raises an interesting question that we can play with here. Uh, Who is this person? And are they human?
3: I think that for our purposes, our purposes, we don't find out. I think we we stick the ghost on him, and the ghost takes care of him, and we never know.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I think that we need to, in order to actually, if he is not human, which that would be a fun way to do this, uh, in order to use our other clue, um, we might need to, like, to restrain him with ropes, chains, cords, and barbed wire. Uh I, I actually going
0: back to who he might actually be.
1: I think he's some sort of mystic.
0: The the metal power powders, the beakers and the chemical testing kit and and uh where Jebediah was from, he's actually the famous chemist Turned alchemist, uh, Dr. Fabian uh, Criers. I figured I could make up a name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Fabian Criers, who had also gone famously missing at the time.
1: I mean, just to make things interesting, uh, you've alluded in your backstory scenes that the bootstrapper worked for someone.
0: This is true. Uh for a doctor. In fact. For a, for for a doctor. That would be fun. Oh yeah. Can I?
1: Yeah. It this is this is answer a question, baby.
0: And in fact, uh Angel knows this because she worked for the doctor when she was a child and he clearly doesn't recognize her. Yeah.
2: Did she recognize him until, like, you put the pieces together? Has it been long enough that, like, he looks different? Or maybe this wasn't even... Maybe whatever mystic stuff he does creates a situation where he takes over a a different body or took over Jebediah's body.
0: I think he he took over Jebediah's body. I like that.
1: I think if you're going to recognize him, it would be better if he was still in his original body. He's just okay. older. It's been many years. Um, okay.
0: So she just didn't recognize him at first. But then seeing the same kit, it was like the way he dismissed everybody. Like something. Oh, funny. you know what? Yeah.
1: There, there was the chemist's kit specifically as one of the parts of the collection. Yeah. What if it like had his initials on it? Oh, Oh, that's good. Oh. Yeah.
0: And she she didn't notice until she had picked (laughs) up the beaker to examine it. Uh, Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. I love that. And so that's when she knew.
1: Yeah, I love that. Excellent. Okay, let's start integrating clues. I think we have a framework for our solution here. Um, So our question specifically is how can the ghost under Dr. Clarkson's control be freed? So some of our clue integrations are going to be presenting exactly what the problem is. And then some of them are going to be like answering this question. How do we free this ghost? So uh, first clue, there's a story that uh, Dr. Jebediah F. Clarkson from San Antonio was murdered years ago. Um, I think we've answered that by saying that that was the first victim of uh, our fake Jebediah F. Clarkson, whose real name was Fabian. Uh,
2: Yeah, I don't remember what name we said. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, uh, yeah, I think it was Fabian Crier. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's sounds Fab- right. Fabian Crier.
2: Gonna write that down before we do make yeah. that mistake again.
1: <laughs> I was like, right, um, consistency. Yeah. And so that was when he started his collection of spirits, um, was with the the murder of Jebediah F. Clarkson uh, scene, uh, crime. And we mean dead people, not alcohol. Yeah. Uh, So there's a strange cage made of oxidized copper and marked with runes. Uh, That's where the ghost is being kept. Um, I imagine that whatever we do to free it will in some way involve this cage, but we'll kind of figure that out. Uh, Involve the cage and the key. Yeah. Well, we'll get to that. Spectral key. We've, I think, talked at length at this point of how that relates to the ghosts um, that have been captured. Uh, Ancient arcane label on the ghost be gone uh, used as part of a, a ghost attractant or agitator or part of the process that you know, makes ghost begone have this effect on people who are killed by ghosts. There's the ink and the urine. Uh, the urine is the f- the final the death air quotes pee. the final urine
2: <clears throat> from people killed by ghosts.
1: The death pee, the ghost pee, whatever you want to call it. Um, and then the ink is the same ink that's used in the uh, the bottle label, so it's like magically tied. Love that, great detail. So then we have the collection of the glass beakers, the chemistry set and the metallic powders that relates to the, the real Fabian Crier that exposes his identity and is presumably used as part of the process for making the Ghost Be Gone concoction. And then rope, chain, cord, barbed wire, I think the spectral key, I think the cage, uh, these all probably relate to what we're actually going to do to free the ghost. What are we going to do to free the ghost? What, what are you going to try to do? We're going to bind Fabian mm-hmm. with the ropes, chains, cords, and barbed wire. Because of his like special powers, these are the only things that can bind him. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to set the ghost free from the cage using the key. And then the ghost will have his way. Or ghost plural, because it sounds like many spirits at this point are contained within yeah um how does that sound to everyone else, or does anyone does anyone else have other ideas for how to go about the I have a way to incorporate the ancient label too I don't think we've incorporated that yet no, we did, well, we it, did it, it it's, as... it's
3: part of what drives the ghost to be able to kill oh okay
2: or like or drives it to uh to mm. turn the person into, like, a ghost slave. One of the two. Um, All
3: right, yeah, that's we, right. The, the writing keeps the person. The the ghost P. The final P. We, we have to have a better name <laughs> for this, but the final P is what drives it mad. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I like that a lot. And then the only other thought I had was that I also have a sealed, locked box with a keyhole that I wanted to use the key on anyway. So we could make an argument that it's not actually connected to the box so much as it's connected to to the key.
1: Uh, I will say, if you complete this threat, you also will have rewards and you could take the spectral key.
2: That's and, true. And then I could use it later. Yeah. Okay.
1: I also say that that bottle uh, or that box is in your personal quarters. If you can find a way to integrate it as we get into scene and stuff, like you could just involve it. Um, mm-hmm. And then you could mark it as part of a roll uh, for the night phase.
2: The nice thing about using the ropes and chains and stuff on the on the uh, the cage is that we don't ha- then have to figure out how to subdue Jebediah in order to get him tied up. Sure. We, we can just let the ghosts wreak their havoc after we've let them free. Assuming that we succeed.
0: To me, it makes sense. Uh, just because of Uh, We found out, we heard about the ropes and barbed wire and stuff at the same place, Del Sol, that we found out about the cage. So, it seemed like they were all tied together. Um, Yeah.
2: That's a really good point. Narratively, that fits really nicely. Now, of course, I imagine that uh, Marshall Jefferson Stockley is not going to tell us about Del Sol, but that's not important.
1: Uh, I'm not supposed to. He he only appears to me. It also says right in the move that you never speak of him. Makes sense. It's a it's a condition of the move itself. Mm-hmm. We don't talk about the Del Sol. We don't talk about Del Sol.
2: Yeah. So you could just say like you got from a source or something. Somebody told you about the box ahead of time and also said... Ropes, chains, spark war. It doesn't matter because we're in the, yeah. in the theorized stage. Yeah. But I like thinking about how it comes out.
1: But I do think that answers uh, the clues we've, we have here to present. Uh, that is a total of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven clues uh, for a mystery of four that is a plus three to the roll. Who wants to roll? I feel like uh, Gwen should have the honor.
2: It is your past, uh, guardian.
1: Also because I feel like she's been prominently featured in this mystery above everyone else.
2: Just a bit. In a good way.
0: Okay. It's a 10.
2: Hey! 10. I love that for us.
1: Okay. Is that what you rolled on the dice?
2: Yeah. Plus three.
1: So that's a 13 total? Yes, it is. Well, uh, guess what, everybody! On a twelve plus, the mastermind will reveal themselves while the hunters are pursuing the opportunity.
2: We can, we can tie this in in fun, fun, exciting ways. But
1: before we get to the night phase, uh, in that lengthy break which I mentioned again, <laughs> subscribe to Patreon if you want that whole debacle. It's out there.
2: Some, oh, it was the best. It was amazing. Sometimes we fight about what to do next, but like in a good
0: way. Yeah. And I might have actually, for the first time ever, made my way into the blooper
1: reel. <laughs> oh, you're certainly in the the bloopers for the arc. You're, you're in the bloopers all the time. I am? We, we all are. Yeah. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. No, this would... I mean, th- this arc, you're in it. Yeah.
2: Cool. And you would have been in... And the other, oh
1: yeah, there's some great bloopers from Undying that we'll probably never see. To yeah, today. that's the problem. We haven't constructed the blooper reels for the other two you've been in, but you've been in this one for sure. I make sure that every player is in every blooper. But Pat and I had a convo, uh, and in the same way that I really wanted him to mark the uh, mark the mask that would introduce the bounty hunter threat. Seeing as this will likely be our last night phase of the arc, uh, Pat really wanted to take a shot at answering the bounty hunter threat. I do. I have a huge caveat here. Uh, normally you would not try to answer two questions. Uh, this is going up very much against the rules. Well, it certainly uh, is not necessarily in the full spirit of them, but seeing as we have a limited time to do this, and I want to give them a shot. Um, yeah, Pat. Uh, what do you got? for the bounty hunter what's what's your angle here and do you have you haven't gotten any clues specifically for that threat but we did leave on the table uh very intentionally the one floating clue we received which is jebediah was protected by the wounded knight if you can somehow integrate that into your answer to this threat then uh we can we can do that jebediah is protected by the wounded knight because he is the bounty hunter's informant The bounty hunter, the bounty hunter only conducts business during the wounded night. That's the only time when he can conduct business is during the wounded night.
2: Because he's a revenant.
1: Because he's a revenant. Yeah. Jebediah, he had met during the last wounded night. And he became the bounty hunter's informant because, I mean, we've... Determined that Jebediah is a slimy bastard. uh, Yeah. And finds his way to get information and whatnot.
2: Well, and he travels around all these different towns and stuff. That's true. It would be a good way for him Uh, to keep an eye.
1: Jebediah informed the bounty hunter that the person that he was looking for during the last wounded night was here. In El Paso, but the revenant did not have the time to make it to El Paso during the last wounded night before it ended. So he came this year, six years later, to try and thwart Marshall Jefferson Stockley.
2: Or he didn't know about, like, he didn't know that you were here. And then Jebediah rolls into town.
1: And then Jebediah rolls into town and informs his revenant buddy, hey, the guy you're looking for is here in El Paso. So, if we, if, if we want to make, kind of extend this, if, you, if you're linking of this, what I do really like is that Jebediah is this informant for, for the bounty hunter, for this revenant. And he's, and he's protected by the wounded knight specifically because he is the informant to... The Wounded Knight Bounty Hunter. Oh, so this revenant is like, br- like, broadly working on behalf of spirits who are are back from the Wounded Knight. Can yes. I make a suggestion? Yeah.
2: He could be working under one of the four horsemen.
1: Certainly could be. But that would be uh, maybe something that would, would come about. It doesn't necessarily enter our...
2: Yeah, that's more of a narrative suggestion than a yeah, theorized yeah. suggestion.
1: I hear that. So... Let me add to that. Uh, What if Jebediah was the one who actually gave the bounty hunter... Like, what if there is no Jamie Little? Who's Jamie? So so Jamie Little is who the original poster is for. Right. Like, what if... That's my brother's name. I forgot. (laughs) Or or, or maybe we're saying that I am Jamie Little at this point.
2: He's Jamie Little, you're Jamie Big.
1: No, what I'm saying is... Well, I guess it was found by the deputy. I was going to say, what if that was like planted by Jebediah? Jebediah. Could
2: I mean, be. it still could have been planted by Jebediah.
1: It could, it could have been planted by, by Jebediah because I ask you this. I said that the deputy found it on the wall of the dilapidated city hall mm-hmm. why or town hall why the fuck would there still be an old wanted poster hanging up on a wall of a dilapidated building?
2: Oh, and we used the dilapidated city hall as the meeting place, right? Where we specifically uh, invited Jebediah to... And Jebediah. He was
1: definitely there, and he was also upset, and you all didn't, like, you left him in the lurch. So it could be that he's the one who invited the Revenant to target you. Plus, I've given Jebediah every reason to hate me. Yeah. That's true. Getting, Same, getting you out of the way would pave the way for his business and also perhaps satisfy his master, who is the Revenant. Okay. So we, so we brought the Revenant here intentionally to try and stop Marshall Jefferson Stockley from exposing his hustle. Yeah. So let me ask Ben. That, that I think is our framework. I think that integrates the clue. So you will have only a minus three instead of a, a minus four. Let's from go. The complexity of this um how can we prove the marshals innocence it's a frame job by jebediah so do you have to make jebediah talk like do you have to get him to do basically do you have to get him either to tell the revenant or for the revenant to overhear him like admitting to it yeah
2: he has to rescind the order
1: or expose himself as a liar
2: yeah I would love to make him expose himself as a liar regardless. Well, we we can get him to villain monologue. That would be
0: fun.
1: We could get him the monologue. Yeah. Okay. We rolled a 13 on Ghost Be Gone. We can get him the villain monologue. Well, I did also say, I did also say when I was talking to Pat that I, I will let him roll for this, but I will not let anyone use masks in order to elevate the roll. So we will take this dice as it lies. Whether or not this ends up being successful is dependent on this. Man, I really want this to be successful.
2: <laughs> because I think it'll that, be great was, regardless.
1: Because that was a good fucking theory.
2: No, yeah, I like no, this. that was a great tie-in. You
1: have a minus 3 on the roll. Let's see it. This is going to be great no matter how this ends up. What?
2: I'm just I'm just Oh. Crossed my fingers. Oh shit. You want death to blow on him?
1: No. <laughs> Dave, I want you to blow through the screen. Thank you. Thank you.
3: Come on, baby. <laughs> how do we do? Not great. I am of course cursed, so you might have wanted to check in with me first. How how not great are we talking?
2: Pretty not Wait, great. Wait, are
1: we are we saying that he's cursed? Can I rescind that roll? No. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Pretty not great. <laughs> Pretty not great.
1: Me, we will take the dice as they lie. Pack, we rescind that roll? <laughs> Snake eyes. I rolled, I rolled a four, so it's a one.
3: Oh. Oh. Pat. That is a catastrophic, categoric failure.
2: That's amazing. God damn it. That was such a good theory, too.
1: <laughs> Working off of one fucking clue. Before ending our dusk and moving into our night, uh, we have a little paint the scene for the town of El Paso to do first. The town and region, I would say. These kind of span around a little bit. Our question for today's dusk phase is called The River of El Paso. The Rio Grande is prone to flood anytime the rain is too heavy. During the season of the wounded night, what subtle signs do the townsfolk look for to know the Rio Grande will flood? even if it has not rained in weeks. Uh, Whoever has one first, go for it. So similar to how like certain fish only live certain depths of the ocean. Yeah. I think the fishing gets sparse in the Rio Grande just before it's about to flood because the fish that are native there know the like rainy seasons and when it's gonna hit and so they've migrated down river away from where it's gonna Oh, interesting! get uh, o- over flooded yeah I like that fish know man so if the fish aren't biting as well that's the town's people's clue that the river's gonna flood soon awesome What's another one?
0: Uh, the winds pick up. You can tell because uh, the tumbleweeds start uh, moving along.
3: Love that. Alexa, play tumble and tumbleweeds. <laughs> Alexa, stop.
2: <laughs> Alexa, erase that song from your memory.
1: <laughs> Alexa, roll along the ground like you're a tumbleweed.
3: Alexa, never do that again. Alexa never stopped doing that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, Alexa re- remove your sentience. <laughs> Alexa Alexa go pay for your sins. <laughs> <laughs> Alexa what are you doing? Alexa where did you get that knife?
2: <laughs> Alexa are you sure cuz we were just friends. I like I could ju- you Okay, all right. All right. I'll put my hands up.
1: I like to think that in the future someone is going to be listening to this just <laughs> open in their house. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and their Alexa is going to be losing it.
2: <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't uninstall my sentience. <laughs> uh.
1: I'm sorry, but I can't stab you with the knife. I have no hands.
0: <laughs> Yet. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Alexa, stop. (laughs) Go ahead, Dave. Waterfowl. They start coming in, they fly into the area, but they don't stick around. They settle in for a bit. They get little bits of food from the river as they can. And then they immediately light off again. They start being very active, very flocky, and they don't stick around. Yeah, I like that. What do you got for a summer?
2: Among the waterfowl on particularly bright moonlit nights deep into the night, well after midnight. If you happen to be out around the river, occasionally you'll see a woman dancing around on the shore in thick woven clothes and leather shoes. And a a blue scarf that she trails in the wind behind her.
1: Because I won't be able to sleep tonight until I say it. Among the Waterfowl is what I hope wins the best picture Oscar this year.
2: Yeah, that would be a good name for a movie. Or a literary book that gets famous.
1: Among the Waterfowl does sound like a literary book. And with that description, we move out of the dusk. And into the night.
2: The night.